contracts, salary caps. Why do our favorite teams make some of the moves they do? It's usually the money. It's time for the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. Hey guys, I'm Andrew Brand. Welcome back to another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brand. Really interesting edition this week. I saw that the NFL Players Association just made a deal with Whoop. It is a data measurement company. It's like a watch, but it has all the data you need, heart rate, your recovery, your strain, your sleep, all of that. NFLPA making a deal. I thought that was interesting in terms of how the players are going to use it what commercial opportunities to sell it, how the NFL feels about it. So we talk about it with the CEO of Whoop, Will Ahmed, who is going to tell us all about it. I'm very interested. I'm a fitness data nerd. I think measurements are the wave of the future. I think what we have metric-wise is really infantile right now compared to the way it's going to be. So an interesting podcast ahead with Will Ahmed, the CEO of Whoop, doing a new deal with the NFLPA about player data. Before we get to that, first a word from Harry's Shave Club with Father's Day just around the corner. We know how hard dads are to shop for, but this is a great gift. Harry's has a special offer you're going to love. Dad will, too. You get $5 off a shave set and a limited edition Father's Day set at harrys.com slash sports, all caps, S-P-O-R-T-S. I love Harry's. I use it every day. Never have had a cut. The aftershave smells great. The shaving gel smells great. Not too perfumey, masculine, but nice smell. And it's all about a great shave at a fair price. The shave set started about $15. And again, that's not mentioning the five off when you go to harrys.com sports. You get the razor handle. You get moisturizing shave gel. Three of Harry's five blade precision engineered razors. Easy to use, great price, and never a cut with a nice smell. So go to harrys.com slash sports. All caps, S-P-O-R-T-S, Aries.com slash sports. You redeem this special offer for fans of the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. They'll give you $5 off their shave set for a limited time only for Father's Day. So act now, Aries.com slash sports, all caps. Get $5 off and help support the business of sports with Andrew Brandt. Now let's get to Will Ahmed, the CEO of Whoop, about their data deal with the NFLPA. Will Tell us about the company and uh, how you got involved with it. I know people kind of group these things. Oh, that's just a device that tracks your heart rate or that's device tracks how many steps. I'd like to sort of hear your views on how you got into it, what you describe the company as, and what your vision is. Yeah, I mean, we really think of Whoop as a human optimization company. Our mission at Whoop is to unlock human performance So we believe that every individual has an inner potential that you can tap into if you can better understand his or her body. And for me, I got into the space Mm -hmm. personally because I wanted to better understand my own body. I mean, I was playing um, squash while I was at Harvard and I was competing at a pretty high level. And, um, and I was someone who used to overtrain almost every season. So overtraining is when you go through this period of, exercising a lot and then all of a sudden being really run down and fatigued. And as it turns out, this happens to um, about 70% of competitive athletes at some point in their career. And it used to happen to me fairly often. And also beyond that, I just knew a lot of athletes who would get injured or undertrain or misinterpret fitness peaks or didn't necessarily understand what they were doing to their bodies. And so I got very interested in uh, physiology and how I thought you could better understand the human body. 
So I met with cardiologists and physiologists at Harvard. I read hundreds of medical papers, and I effectively wrote a paper around how I thought you could continuously understand the human body, especially through the lens of performance. So WHOOP was founded out of uh, the Harvard Innovation Lab. A lot of um, that physiology research was really our backbone. And then um, I met my uh, co-founder in the process, John Capilupo, our uh, chief technology officer. And John was studying some of the hardest math classes in the country at Harvard. And uh, as it turns out, his father is a professor of exercise physiology. So, you know, John had the technical chops to do some things from a sensing standpoint that hadn't been done before. We had a real overlap around physiology. And uh, I had a point of view on how I thought we could build a product for coaches and athletes and beyond. So we started working together um, almost five years ago out of the Harvard Innovation Lab. And, um, and now today we get to work with some of the best athletes uh, in the world, we work with fitness enthusiasts, we work with uh, aspirational athletes, um, and even more broadly, we work with uh, all hosts of people who want to perform at a higher level. So Fortune 500 CEOs, surgeons, professional musicians, uh, doctors, pilots. Um, if you want to perform at a higher level at really any walk of life, uh, it appears WHOOP uh, has a valuable product offering for you. So it's been a it's been a real blast building this business and uh, and I think we're unique in really our ability to help individuals and teams perform at a higher level. Yeah, it sounds awesome. And how do you go from reading the medical journals, meeting with cardiologists, exercise physiologists, to product? Obviously, there must have been some fundraising involved. You had to get like-minded people on board. And you had to get some venture money. I mean, where does it, what was the inflection point that took it from an idea and a labor of love into a business? Well, I mean, the biggest thing for me was realizing somewhere along the line that I was actually starting a company. Uh, you know, for me, right. it was mostly just an intense passion, almost an obsession to understand some of these things about the human body. And like... The further I went down this rabbit hole of physiology and um, and understanding things about the human body, the more obvious it became to me that there was an opportunity to really better monitor the human body, and hmm. uh, and I couldn't, I just couldn't escape that um, obsession in my mind. There really wasn't like it wasn't a a conscious choice to start a company. It became almost, uh, you know, the company needed to be started. It, you know, I, I, um, I tell people I, I really had no intentions of starting a company as an undergrad. It was more that I became so obsessed with this problem that it was the only natural thing to do at that point was to start a company. And, um, and I'm, I'm happy I did. And it's a, a fascinating journey uh, to start a company. Uh, you know, you have to you have to get um, teammates excited about the about the opportunity mm -hmm. and, and build out a team. Uh, you have to uh, raise initial capital to get the thing off the ground. You have to start prototyping and engineering uh, a an early product or a minimum viable product. 
you have to start finding people that are willing to buy that product, even if it's not done yet. Um, you have to start finding people who are willing to test that product, even if it's got some pretty serious issues. And, uh, and you know, every day is a little bit of a roller coaster uh, in the life of an entrepreneur. Right. And for people like me, I'm all into the, the data and the measurements and the heart rate training and everything else. But I think for the general audience, why don't you describe the product in terms of what it can do for the weekend warrior, for the all the way up to the elite athlete? Right. So it's a system, to be clear, across hardware, software, and analytics. The hardware itself is a very small device that has five sensors, and we're capturing data 100 times a second across those five sensors. We're collecting about 100 megabytes of data on a person per day. Um, it's an overwhelming um, uh, collection of data. It's the most granular understanding of the human body you can find in any wearable product. But I actually think the magic is how simple we make the user interface to understand all this data. So we really summarize the whole world in terms of strain and recovery and sleep. Mm. And strain and recovery in particular are the, the two most um, actionable elements of the product because uh, strain, to be clear, is the intensity of a workout or the intensity of your overall day. And recovery is how prepared your body is for strain on any given day. So you wake up in the morning with this recovery, and the recovery is telling you from 0 to 100% how prepared is your body for strain. And then over the course of the day, your body accumulates strain in the form of exercise or stress or daily activity. And we're telling you throughout the day whether you should take more strain on your body or less strain. And so it becomes very actionable. And at an athletic level, what we see that happens with a lot of people is they have low recoveries, but they take on a lot of strain. So this is really um, an issue for a lot of the best athletes where they're just pushing and pushing their bodies and not realizing that they're actually doing more damage than they are a benefit. Um, and so what we help a lot of athletes do is optimize for recovery. And as it turns out, that recovery score in itself correlates with performance. So our score from 0 to 100%, red, yellow, green, uh, correlates with performance in all these different walks of life. So, for example, if you have a higher recovery in Major League Baseball, you're throwing faster fastballs as a pitcher. If you have a higher recovery in Major League mm -hmm. Baseball, you've got a better batting average during games. If you've got a higher recovery in NCAA uh, basketball, you're shooting a higher field goal percentage, higher free throw percentage. If you've got a higher recovery in NCAA track and field, um, NCAA cross country, NCAA swimming, um, you're competing with faster time trials. Uh, in the Olympics, we've seen it with, uh, with swimming where you have faster time trials. So it's a very powerful number that we've created based on really specific things about your physiology that we can monitor. And the reality is that there are secrets that your body is trying to tell you that only until now could be monitored. And so that's really what I get excited about at WHOOP is that we've uncovered some of these secrets and we can package it in a 
um, a user experience that's simple for people to understand. You know, it's like red, you're run down, you need more rest. Yellow, you're okay to go. And green is you're peaking. So try to match whatever you do to your body with how recovered you are. And so in college, what my data would have looked like is I would have had low recoveries and really high strain, and it would have been obvious that I was overtraining my body. And then if you go a layer further, my coach, in turn, would have realized that I'm run down, and he would have given me a different practice plan than every other player. And that's Mm -hmm. what our teams are able to do now, because they can look at every person on their roster and say, okay, these guys are run down, these guys are peaking, we're going to give each of these two groups different workouts or different practice plans so that everyone's optimized. And what you have as a result are people that are training more optimally and then having better results. And then you also have a mindset that goes from really focusing on workouts, so who can run faster and jump higher and uh, you know, lift more, to who can recover faster. And what we find is our athletes go from thinking of themselves as athletes you know, three hours a day to thinking of themselves as athletes 24-7. So it's not just how much work you put in the gym, but it's how you've thought about recovering from that. It's how much sleep you're getting tonight. It's how recovered you are tomorrow morning. And that's a really powerful and impactful mindset shift that occurs on WHOOP. And the data is captured through the band and the, and the watch face through putting in your measurements, your, your height, weight, your any other age issues. How is that data captured? So it's a small device, a small rectangular sensor that you can wear on your wrist, your forearm, your upper arm. Um, It's got all kinds of different material that can make that comfortable and easy to wear. The product doesn't have any interface on it, so it's designed to be very minimalistic, something that you probably won't even notice that you're wearing. And, And the data is stored within the Whoop strap and then also sent from the Whoop strap to uh, your phone and then the phone to the cloud. So it's a very uh, seamless uh, data transition from that standpoint. I read something your partner said that really struck me as, you know, we have more data and measurements coming from watching a three-minute weather report on the news than we do about our own bodies. And it reminds me of a coach that, that said recently that, you know, we have a hundred things in our cars that tell us about oil or gas or overheating or antifreeze, and we have very little about our bodies. So this is an obvious disruption that we need compared to so many other ways we get data about so many other things. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's why it's been so pleasantly surprising to see the breadth of initial users that have bought the Whoop product. I mean, um, you know, from a brand positioning, we're very athlete-centric. But from a user positioning, we've got users across all walks of life, right? Like the, you know, the executive who wants to optimize travel for the boardroom, the, mm. the surgeon who wants to have a high recovery the day of, uh, of an operation, the, uh, the pilot who wants to make sure he's, he or you know, her is sleeping properly. Um, and, and the list kind of goes on, and it's just been fascinating to to hear how people have been using our product um, to improve their own performance. And it goes well beyond, uh, it goes well beyond uh, athletics. Yeah, and I want to transition to a user group that you've uh, recently made an arrangement with, and that's the National Football League Players Association. 
I saw that in the news. That certainly triggered uh, intrigue for myself and many others. Explain that relationship, how it came to be, and how are you going to be working with them with your product? Absolutely. So Whoop has partnered with the NFL Players Association, uh, making Whoop the official recovery wearable of the NFLPA. Every player in the NFL for the next five years will be outfitted with the WHOOP technology. Uh, they'll receive analysis on their body, much like any other user today, so understanding strain, recovery, sleep. They'll be able to self-manage their data. And what's particularly unique about the deal is that it's an opportunity for players and WHOOP to commercialize health data. So... Uh, the opportunity of selling data to broadcasters or uh, fantasy football or you know health institutions that want to better understand injuries um, is now on the table, and you know you as the fan can start to understand how these incredible athletes think about uh, travel and sleep and recovery, um, you know much the way you have to in your own life. Uh, alongside, obviously, the excitement of uh, one of the most competitive sports and popular sports in the world, which is the NFL. So it's the first time a players association in the history of sports has ever partnered with a uh, sensor cap, uh, company. It's the first time the players will ever be um, in a position to sell health data. Uh, so we are breaking some new barriers here. I think it's, re it's really exciting because... Um, you know, I can't tell you exactly how it's going to look in two years, but I can tell you that uh, it's going to look new and it's going to be exciting. So, um, and then on top of that, you know, I have to tip my cap to the NFL Players Association because, one, they were very savvy in the collective bargaining agreement that they struck with the NFL around the ability to uh, effectively control what happens with player data. And, um, and as a result now, like WHOOP is the first third-party approved um, sleep and recovery monitor. So only about a year ago, WHOOP was completely banned in the NFL. Teams couldn't even buy the product for their players because the NFLPA controls what players are allowed to wear. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I think the NFLPA was very forward-thinking about it. And I think also they're in the best position to help monetize the data because players will actually generate revenue from the value of their data, which I think is the arrangement that makes the most sense. The players should generate revenue from their own data. Uh, and so NFLPA was very uh, forward-thinking. They um, actually conducted a whole competition to partner with technology companies. They formed a, a technology advisory group called One Team Collective. One Team Collective, uh, yes. Hundreds of yeah, hundreds of teams applied uh, to work with them. Uh, Whoop was one of the companies that applied, and then five companies got invited to present in front of uh, the NFLPA and its advisory team uh, in Houston uh, right before the Super Bowl. So I was uh, I was fortunate mm -hmm. to be able to present down there, and then Whoop ultimately won the competition and. Uh, and you know, got to enter into contract negotiations with the NFLPA. So here we are, um, and uh, it's been great working with them. I think they're very forward-thinking, and I think the NFL players um, stand to benefit a great deal from this partnership. 
I want to drill down a little bit on what you're saying, self-managed and commercialization of their own health data. Is it as simple as, pick a name, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, taking this data and having it available to market, whether it be a, who knows, any kind of company, a travel company, any company, as if they're selling their own brand? Is it that simple or are we talking about something different? Well, there's a lot of things that are on the table right now. We're going to look at selling, um, you know, groups of player data. So you can imagine position data of teams. Uh, you can imagine overall mm-hmm. team scores. So, you know, the the Browns have a recovery of 52% and the Bills have a recovery of 92%. Um, you know, it looks like the, the travel affected the Browns more. Uh, or it could be, uh, you know, hey, the quarterback has a 75% recovery. The offensive line has an average recovery of 80%, and the defensive line has an average recovery of uh, 32%. Uh, how's that going to affect the quarterback's passer rating today? Well, I think they're going to get good protection because of the offensive line's recovery. You know, it introduces this whole new dynamic where you're, you're talking not just about how talented players are, but what their state of being is. And, um, and it's a fascinating point of view from a fan engagement level. And it's also important to understand that just because a player has a low recovery, it's not necessarily a bad thing um, or it says anything negatively about the player. It just so happens that on that specific day, uh, he had a low recovery. So there's going to be a whole education process with this, but we've already seen a great deal of interest from media companies to acquire this player data. And we're working closely with the NFLPA on structuring different data packages. So would the data be sold jointly between you two and it would be a collective sale? Or back to my example, could name a player individually, make, an own, make his own deal? Or is that, uh, is that not allowed through this agreement? Well, a lot of things are on the table right now, and uh, there's also, I can say, a revenue share between uh, the NFLPA and WHOOP uh, in the event of uh, selling player data. Okay. Whether that's collective or individual? Yeah, as I said, there's a lot that's on the table right now. Okay, and then from the collective point of view, you mentioned the bargaining and and the NFL's involvement, or more specifically, I guess, the lack thereof. Um, I assume they've had no input in this because they have no right to have input in this, and you've had no relationship with them in this in this deal? Well, I can say we're building relationships with all the leagues, and, you know, we've done a good amount of work with uh, the other leagues, and so the NFL is uh, certainly one of the leagues that we're uh, getting to know and um, and look, I think there's you know future opportunities for collaboration. This specific agreement obviously is highlighting uh, the rights that the NFLPA currently owns and um, and the data that's associated with those rights. Uh, and so you know we'll look forward to what kind of opportunities there are with the NFL. And did you mention you said other leagues? Are there? Are there similar deals in the works with, would it be other leagues or other players associations or some combination thereof? I can tell you we're talking to other leagues and other players associations. Great. 
I guess my last question is on the collective with the with the NFL Players Association. Are they? It sounds like a, a good relationship. Where would they ask for certain data? Would you tell them this is what you need to know? Uh, I guess to your example, if they said, you know, we really want to study heart rates on the day after a game, or we want to study recovery, you know, Thursday night games. Is that some? Is that the relationship where they could come to you and say, "This is what we want to use your optimization tool for"? Can you do a study here, or is it is it that kind of collaboration? Just an example off the top of my head. Well, from a from a study standpoint, there's a lot that we're going to be studying as part of the agreement, um, namely how travel schedule affects. Uh, sleep and recovery, um, how injuries correlate with recovery, um, anything we can learn about concussions or recovery from concussions. So it'll really be the largest um, data set of its kind in that regard from just a study standpoint. In terms of what data is going to be packaged and what data is going to be sold, um, that is uh, you know, still in the works and being determined right now as we engage different buyers. Do you worry about the data being used in gambling? Well, I think that the data is uh, predictive, and that makes it really interesting. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think the ex to the extent which this data is coming up on gamblers' radar because a gambling institution had to pay for it or um, – you know, or there's an agreement with a broadcaster in place that's uh, that's using the data. Uh, I think as long as the players are benefiting from that, um, there's a, there's a positive opportunity. Um, you know, obviously, at Whoop we take a great deal of pride and seriousness in our level of security um, and data uh, protection. So obviously, the notion of a gambler having access to data that he or she is not supposed to have access to, I think is totally unacceptable. And we've done a great deal of third-party penetration tests. We practice all the best standards um, across Amazon Web Services. Um, so, you know, we've really tried to pride ourselves on having phenomenal uh, security and data integrity. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a unique time. We've had you know, the NFL has placed a team, obviously, in Las Vegas, as has the NHL. There seems to be relaxed attitudes. Fantasy sports is well accepted as a fan engagement tool. So I, I ask that in a way that says, yeah, all of this seems to be coming together as uh, gambling becomes more acceptable and more tolerant in society. Well, this has been great. I really yep. appreciate you coming on and explaining the product, which sounds just like a real disruptor, a real uh, positive for optimal performance and your relationship with the NFLPA and all the players, great tool that they now have in Whoop. Yeah, thanks for having me, Andrew. And uh, if any of your listeners want to learn more about Whoop, they can just go to whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com, and uh, learn more about the product or some of the different uh, partnerships that we're, uh, we're engaging in. Awesome. I, I'll, I'll certainly encourage them to do that as I will keep coming back as well. Thanks again, Will Ahmed, the chairman of Whoop, new relationship with the NFLPA, optimizing human performance. Thanks again for being on the podcast. 
Okay, thank you, Andrew. Thanks for listening to The Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also get additional insider insight by listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and College Draft Podcast, all at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts are found.